The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, Jesus said in reply, The kingdom of God cannot be observed. The coming of the kingdom of God cannot be observed, excuse me. And no one will announce, Look, here it is, or there it is. For behold, the kingdom of God is among you. Then he said to his disciples, The days will come when you will long to see one of the days of the Son of Man, but you will not see it. There will be those who will say to you, look, there he is, or look, here he is. Do not go off. Do not run in pursuit. For just as lightning flashes and lights up the sky from one side to another, so will the Son of Man be in his day. But first, he must suffer greatly and be rejected by this generation. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to the Lord Jesus Christ. As we gather here on this memorial of St. Martin of Tours, we know that he was in the army, but also it's, it's Veterans Day. And I just want to share with you a brief story. Uh, it's a true story. I don't know who it's about because I can't find his name, but this is in our tradition. And there was a particular military base in the 1900s. And there was a gentleman there who lost his faith completely in his early years, in his, in his early teens, and he became very hard-hearted towards the Catholic faith, even to the point where he sinned to show how much he did not agree with the Catholic faith. And everybody kind of knew him as he was, you know, in his upper teens, lower 20s. He was that guy who would sin just to tell people how much he disagreed with the Catholic Church. And on the particular military base, there was a chapel and an, an older chaplain uh, who sacrificed his life for these men so they could keep their faith and one day his buddies challenged him. They said, well, if you don't believe in anything the Catholic Church teaches, why don't you just go to confession and see what happens and just make fun of the priest the whole time? And he said, okay, I'll do it, no problem. He's up for proving the Catholic Church wrong and everything. And he goes to confession and the priest greets him. They begin, the, you know, in the name of the Father, Son of the Holy Spirit, amen. He says, bless me, Father, for it's been, I don't even know how many years since my last confession and I couldn't care less. And begins to talk about how many women that he had slept with. And he said, Father, and I couldn't care less. Talk about all the times that he missed church and did not receive the holy body and blood of Jesus in the Eucharist. And he said, every time I miss, Father, I just want to let you know I couldn't care less. And then he talked about how he would blaspheme and, and say horrible things about Jesus. Use the Lord's name in vain, you know, thousands and thousands of times. And he said, you know what, Father, and I couldn't care less. And he went through just sin after sin after sin. And he thought he was going to be wiser than the priest. And we just heard about wisdom in our first reading today. But the priest in his old age just said, what I want you to do for your penance is to get out a crucifix and look at Jesus on the cross. And I want you to say, Jesus, you died for me. And I couldn't care less. And I want you to do that three times. He said, whatever, I'll, okay, whatever. Makes that the contrition. He's, the priest gives him absolution of his sins. And his buddies are all waiting outside of the chapel to see what happened because he's in there for a little bit. And he said, so what happened? And he said, oh, guys, you, you, should, you would have laughed. The priest, really, I really gave it to him. I told him about all times I've been pure 
And I, after every single sin, I said I couldn't care less. And the times I missed church, and I said I couldn't care less. And I talked about all these times of my, all these, all these my sins. And every time I said I couldn't care less. And one of his buddies who uh, had a little bit of faith, more faith than him said, well, what was your penance? And he said, well, the old man told me to get out a crucifix and look at Jesus on the cross and tell him, you died for me, and I couldn't care less. And he happened to carry a cross with him, so he got out his cross and put the cru- crucifix on the table in front of him where they were all sitting. And he, he couldn't talk. He looked at Jesus, and he said, Jesus, you died for me. And he just broke because of that love and and just tears of repentance fell from his eyes onto the cross. And his buddies were talking, but he he couldn't hear them. He couldn't hear them because he was consumed with the authentic love of Jesus. And he just gazed upon that love that you and I look at all the time we look upon the cross. And then he went into the chapel and had a real confession. And he changed. He began Bible studies on, on, the, on the military base. He began to actually think of being a priest. And, you know, by the grace of God, he did. He became a bishop and he even became a cardinal. It's the love of Jesus, my friends, that, that, that love consumes us or is meant to consume us and we don't allow it to consume us, we do crazy things, right? We do crazy things and we forget and we, we, we act like I couldn't care less. I couldn't care less. And the saints remind us of that. The holy word of God reminds that. Holy friends, community remind us of the love of Jesus. And one thing that also helps us in that remembrance are litanies. So we're a big fan of litanies here. Litany is a special word for list. And I recently came across this litany. And this is one I found in the confessional while I was at the Healing the Whole Person conference, so I grabbed a few of them. But I want to just pray this with you. And the first words after I, I pray are, deliver me, Jesus. And this is called the litany of chastity, right? It's also known as a litany of purity, because the Lord wants us pure. And there's nothing that's unredeemable. I heard about this man who, you know, used to just make fun of the Catholic Church, and then he changed, Right? So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to say some of these prayers, and I want you just to listen, and if anything stirs in your heart, it's most likely an invitation to healing. It's an invitation to freedom. It's an invitation to be in love and remain in love and walk in love the rest of your life. So the first, uh, after the first stanza, I'll pray these words, and then your response is, deliver me, Jesus. We pray, deliver me, us from all evil, all the time, and they are Father, but we know that we are oppressed, Right? Darkness can oppress us. So if you please respond, deliver me, Jesus, as I pray, from the lie that I am not good enough. Deliver me, Jesus. From the lie that I am not wanted. Deliver me, Jesus. From the lie that I am not chosen. Deliver me, Jesus. From the lie that I am alone, I am alone responsible for my healing and freedom. Deliver me, Jesus. From the lie that I alone am responsible for my holiness. 
Deliver me, Jesus. From the lie that I am alone in the battle for purity. Deliver me, Jesus. From the lie that I have not been forgiven by you. Deliver me, Jesus. From the temptation to grasp at others to fill my heart. Deliver me, Jesus. From the temptations towards masturbation and pornography. From the temptation to run and hide from your loving gaze. Deliver me, Jesus. From the temptation to use and objectify others. Deliver me, Jesus. From any resentful resentment toward the Father's plan for sexuality. Deliver me, Jesus. From any resentment toward my own body. Deliver me, Jesus. From any rejection of the gift of my masculinity or femininity. From all forms of violence against my own dignity and the dignity of others. Deliver me, Jesus. From the sting of my past mistakes for which I've been forgiven. Deliver me, Jesus. To the following petitions, please respond, please help me, Jesus. That I may reject affections for all sexual sin and every temptation to impurity. Please help me. That I may resist any shame that leads me to shut you out of my heart. Please help me, Jesus. That I may believe that my sexual desire is inherently good and a gift from you. Please help me, Jesus. That I may embrace the call to authentic love and all of its demands. Please help me, Jesus. That I may embrace and safeguard authentic love and life in every sincere gift of myself. Please help me, Jesus. That I may embrace the joys and crosses of my current state in life. Please help me, Jesus. That I may seek to be a sincere gift to everyone I encounter. Please help me, Jesus. That I may bring all of my struggles with chastity to the foot of the cross. Please help me, Jesus. That I may more fully receive and embrace the gift of my masculinity or femininity. Please help me, Jesus. That I may have the courage to defend the dignity of my brothers and sisters and speak the truth over their lives. Please help me, Jesus. That I may have pure sight to see myself and others as you see them. Please help me, Jesus. That I may have the grace to wonder at the gift of your creation. Please help me, Jesus. That I may trust in your goodness and trust in your plan for my life. Please help me, Jesus. That I may come to know and accept that you alone can fill the deepest desires of my heart. Please help me, Jesus. I'll offer a closing prayer for this. Lord Jesus Christ, you promise us that your yoke is easy and your burden light. Help us to embrace the call to love, in your, be in love in your image, and in doing so to experience the freedom of being a child of God. We ask all of this through the intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary and the chaste heart of St. Joseph. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.